Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk to you about um, another way of improving your life, which isn't necessarily about thinking about ways of making it better, but rather about focusing on getting rid of some of the things that actually make you miserable, a topic which I've learned is known as inverse thinking, the idea of purging your life of what you don't want or need. I often hear the quote, I don't know what I want, but I don't want that. When it's my turn to cook dinner, I usually ask the kids what they'd most like. I have romanticised notions of them leaping up to help me in the kitchen. We jovially prepare their favourite meal together, laughing as we chop, fry and boil. In reality, the quote I just previously mentioned is a typical response when I suggest a few of my signature dishes to them. Indifference often prevails, and while nobody's willing to make useful suggestions, They're quick to tell me what they don't want. Their resistance and apathy used to frustrate me, and it still does in truth. But then I read an article by a writer called Michael Thompson, in which he described the principle of inverting as a means of encouraging better decision-making in life. It's made me question whether perhaps my kids are onto something, and not just out to annoy me after all. Michael described how he inverts his thinking to identify the things that will make his life more difficult or miserable through their mere presence. These are then purged from his surroundings as a means of making it easier to achieve his goals. A specific example of this would be to remove decadent foods from his home so he's not tempted to eat them. It's a simple and yet compelling notion. I've struggled at times to maintain a healthy diet and a consistent exercise regime. And I can attest that it's easy to stick to the plan when the house is free of peanut butter, which is my own personal kryptonite. It's about more than diet, though. Removing, limiting, cutting back and saying no. Inverting our thinking supports us in making desirable changes in life, both in removing annoyances and frustrations, but also in creating conditions conducive to building positive habits and aiding our progress. It's a tactic akin to saying no to all but the most tempting and prospectively beneficial opportunities that life may present to us. It's an expression of the core tenets of minimalism, purging our lives of all that's not essential or value-adding so that we're mentally freed to focus on that which benefits us and which really matters. It can be difficult to identify and then commit to the actions that help us to achieve a goal, let alone enact them, and the notional goal is often easier to identify than is the plan that will bring it to fruition. I've wasted many hours procrastinating about what to do next, often persuading myself out of doing anything at all. I wonder if you've experienced the same. While we may struggle struggle to figure out what we should do or add to our lives to bring about change, it's often far easier to list out those things, the people or the places that we can eliminate from our lives and make progress in doing so. It's easier to commit to losing weight if the house is emptied of junk food, for example. Waking early for a productive morning of meditation, journaling and exercise, if that should be your preference, is far easier if you've had an early night and a restful sleep, 
These are facilitated in turn by avoiding stimulation and distraction in the hours before bed. Those who struggle to drink alcohol moderately, as I do at times, can avoid temptation by not keeping booze at home and avoiding the social situations where they feel compelled to drink. When money's in short supply, financial advisors will suggest a review of spending habits to understand where our money goes and to then stop the needless spending rather than immediately trying to figure out how to earn more. If a couple argues about specific topics or at a particular time of day, such as in the evenings when they're both tired or before dinner when they're hungry, then surely it's better to avoid such topics or conversations at those times. In many scenarios, there might be plenty to be gained from figuring out what to do, but there's just as much to be gained from figuring out what not to do as well. Inverting is an integral part of setting ourselves up to succeed rather than to fail. A tactic for beating overwhelm and misery. Devising an action plan to bring a goal to fruition can be daunting and scary. As effective a tactic for building momentum in life is perhaps to invert our perspective and to look at what can be removed or reduced from around us. There are the things that distract or detract from our goals and our lives, the things that interfere with our focus and peace of mind or which make us miserable, the things, the people and the places that make us unhappy, demoralised or which simply knock us off track rather than encouraging us to, to, to succeed. As Michael Thompson puts it so succinctly, don't underestimate the importance of building the habit of also asking yourself what makes you miserable and then working like hell to avoid those things. So maybe think about how you can invert your thinking to focus on removal of the things that aren't helping you out in life rather than purely what you need to add into life in order to make it better. And you might just find that the effects are all the more significant. I hope you found that useful. And if you did, I hope you'll leave me a good review or share it with someone else who you think might benefit. And in the meantime, this is Toby Hazelwood with Conceive You Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.